Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch is joined by Patrick Urban, president of MERS Aesthetic North America, and Mary Trout, chief commercial officer of Candela Medical. Welcome to the program, everybody. This is Alex Tiersch, and this is Medical Spa Insider. Today is a an exciting day. Um, Earlier this year, two of the leading companies in medical aesthetics, MERS and Candela, announced that they had entered into a formal uh, commercial collaboration to combine and expand their respective portfolios of devices, injectables, and skincare products. As part of this collaboration, uh, sales representatives from each company will now have the ability to promote products from both organizations. And the collaboration provides customer access to innovations and education from both companies and seamless customer service and training. This is a super exciting um, um, development that that, that we learned about earlier this year. Um, And to discuss this, among other things, dealing with aesthetics, we are very, very honored to have two luminaries of the industry and very important people. Um, Patrick Urban, president of MERS Aesthetics North America, and Mary Trout, chief commercial officer of Candela Medical. Welcome to you both. Thank you for joining. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Alex. Thrilled to be here. Of course, yeah. No, so I I, I want to dive into to to the announcement, which is is super exciting. I I, I think um, you know we need more of this kind of thing in, in in this industry. But before we we even get there, I, I want to set the table a little bit. It's not often that I get um, two very important people like yourself on the podcast. So I want to I, I I want to pick your brain a little bit just uh, before we get into the to the collaboration about kind of where we are as an industry. This has been such a such an interesting year, which I think is probably a, a, a euphemism for, for many people. Um, but it's been, um, it's been, it's been, you know, up and down. There's been all sorts of news. Of, of, of course, there's been, you know, some folks who, who haven't done well. But on the kind of the underside of this, we've seen this incredible resurgence of the industry. And, and I would love to get, um, you know, just just talk a little bit about what your thoughts are on the industry as it is post you know post covid assuming we are post covid i don't want to jinx it but um but we're coming out on the other side of that um i, I would love to get your thoughts just on the industry as a whole and then we'll jump into kind of the the the, the collaboration but let's set the table a little bit patrick what what are your thoughts on, on on this this has been such a an incredible year and i'm curious what what, what you think about the industry at large right now yeah, thanks for the question, Alex. I mean, it really it really has been all of the things that you mentioned, and, and I'm reminded as we've all lived through it together of, of what I had sort of thought I knew, but you, you never really know until you test it, and that is the, the tremendous resiliency of our industry. And if you look back over times of turbulence in our world or country, still somehow our industry does fairly well through that. Of course, we may have periods of time within any 12-month period where, where we're a little off and, and when markets get shut down and people can't practice, we're all going to be off, you know, for a little yeah. bit. But, but the idea of how we've, we've bounced back and, and, you know, certainly with deference to those who haven't been able to bounce back and, and understanding and feeling for them. But in general, as an industry, the way that we've bounced back, I remember listening to a, a talk in, at one of the meetings from a dermatologist practicing out of New Orleans. And, and her main point was that after Hurricane Katrina, uh, with the devastation of New Orleans, one of the major industries to come back the fastest in the city was aesthetics. People were practicing wherever they could set up, and people were leaving shelters to go and get 
injected and to get treated because they wanted to take control of something and they wanted to sort of have restoration of their confidence. And I think that's such an underestimated component that what we all offer, what all of our providers and all of your members offer, and what we try to participate in as companies is this idea of confidence and, and delivering yeah. confidence to those who, who seek it and, and, and who want it by any means. So I'm so excited about where we go from here, to be honest. I mean, if this can be our resurgence on the heels of hopefully uh, moving through COVID, then, then I think our future is probably brighter than it's ever been. Uh, because so many new patients are exposed to what we do and what members are able to provide them and that, that they are sure to refer others. I mean, there's yeah. nothing not to like about aesthetic treatments once you bridge uh, the gap and go get one. There's yeah. nothing not to like. So I, I think people are going to keep liking it. I think they're going to tell others. And I think our industry is rarer than it's ever been. Yeah, you know, um, and, and, and Mary, I, I, want, I want to go to you because I, I, I feel the same way. And I, I, I try to temper my enthusiasm a little bit because I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But um, I, I think what Patrick just said is, is absolutely right. And, and, and we've heard similar sentiments from the other injectables companies. And, and, and it's, um, you know, I, I, I never like to say that an industry is recession proof because I think that's, that's a bit of a, of, a, of a misnomer. There's people who have shut down as a result of the pandemic who would definitely say that's not true. But I do feel like kind of the underlying theory of, aesthetics treatments um uh you know voluntary medical aesthetics the 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 ability to to make yourself look and feel better like that business model has really been proven um what are you seeing from your side and and what do you think about what patrick just said yeah i agree with patrick completely we've seen similar in our business and really the pull of consumers the consumers right. are looking at treatments that they can get not only maybe just one sort of a, a modality or treatment for one thing that they come in to seek to uh, uh, improve a little bit here and there so complementary treatments certainly the trend repeat visits certainly a trend driven by prejuvenation millennials having discretionary money to be applying towards aesthetics also see interesting technologies that are entering our space that again pull consumers and more men entering the space in terms of wanting to get hair removal skin care etc so a really really strong consumer demand which then also fuels like for your membership that double digit year over year growth on med spas opening so those components along with other things really give us confidence that this industry is going to continue to grow yeah, I'm I'm very bullish about the next year to eighteen months. I think it's going to be. Um, is it bullish or bullish is good, right? Yeah, but bullish. <laughs> oh, I want to make sure I get the right the right one. Um, I just feel like there's 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 so much um, kind of pent up excitement, and I and I know the the consumers are coming out. There's the the Zoom effect and all that stuff. By the way, I'm not sure if you've if you've if you've uh, heard from from any of your 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 sales reps or consumers about that. But the the idea that being on camera all day is really forcing people to say, "Wow, I've got to take care of that." that wrinkle or that double chin or whatever it is. Um, but I think that, you know, the next year to 18 months is, is, is very exciting. And, and, and that kind of sets the table for what you are, are, are doing together. Um, but, uh, Patrick just kind of project ahead. I mean, what are you looking for as far as trends or, or, or things to start to, to happen or to continue happening over the next year to 18 months as we come out on the other side of the pandemic? 
it's an interesting question and one that's particularly relevant. We just had a, an internal sort of town hall meeting yesterday, and we were talking a little bit about this very topic in terms of, you know, uh, shall we use phrases like old normal and new normal and, and try right. to bridge whatever's going to happen here between what we were and what we shall be, right? So so we think about that, and, and I think about that personally, and I think that, you know, in almost every transition like this that we go through in life, uh, you, you, you carve out something new, but you bring as much of the old with you as you can take. You know, because we don't like to, to, to know that we can't have something that we used to have. And, and we tend to want it more as time goes by. So I think that yields the pent-up demand that we're seeing in our space right now. When people are told for a while that they can't have it, they want it more. That also leads to getting more done when they can get that appointment because they're, they don't want it to be taken away from them again. So if you think about it psychologically, you know, this is what fuels a lot of that. And I think sort of a mid-spa nomenclature is a great place to be. And I'm excited for that segment of our industry as well. And my rationale is it's approachable to, to that new naive patient that hasn't tried this yet, that wants to figure out where to go. That's the entry point. That's an approachable title that I can go to and see what this is all about. Uh, if I know people in my circle who are already getting aesthetic procedures. So I think all those things will happen. And I think as we get forward of this, we will all as companies, as corporations, we will all bridge between what we used to do as in-person everywhere all the time to some hybrid of virtual plus in-person, right? right? We cannot, we're wired to connect, so we can't ignore or deny that. But at the same time, uh, the cost savings are just too good when you can do some of this stuff virtually and not always be on a plane and not always be traveling internationally or whatever. So that means Zoom effect for whatever that's worth and whatever right. that causes will remain with us to some degree as a subcomponent. And we'll continue to drive, I think, new patients to our industry and, and to our providers. So all of which yeah. is sort of the picture that I would paint. That's interesting. Um, and, and I mean, I agree. I mean, the, the people being on camera, seeing your face, you know, up up close and personal every day. You're right. That's not going to go away. I mean, there's, there, there's definitely going to be we're gonna, some return to in-person meetings, but we're not going to just ditch the, the virtual side of things completely. Um, and, and, you know, I, I want to ask both of you and, and Mary, we'll, we'll start with you first because I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm, we have a lot of entrepreneurs on this podcast and, and folks who are, you know, running small businesses, running big businesses. Um, it's, it's been such um, a turbulent year for a lot of reasons. And um, you, I, I don't want to put you on the spot here at all, but I'm just kind of curious, like, what do you think? I mean, looking back on the past year, everything that's happened, ups and downs, um, you know, the being shut down completely. Some of these med spas were, were, were closed for two to three months. Um, all of the political turmoil that, 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 that were kind of coming on the other, other side of you know, from a from a from operating um, or, or directing, whether it's division or an entire company, what are some of the things that you've kind of learned um, from this, Mary? That, that you think some of the younger entrepreneurs or folks who are out there who are coming up and maybe wanting to open a med spa, wanting to open a business, um, what can we learn from this um, as far as um, how to proceed into the future? And I totally am. Th- putting on the spot this question did not <laughs> put that in our prep material. So I understand, but, but I'm curious what you think. Cause it's not often that we get folks like you on this, on this podcast. 
Well, the first thing I would offer is to always be nimble enough to be able to have a plan to adjust to the market that's in front of you. I mean, we all on the phone learned that this past year to be able to really quickly shift to the digital environment that we talked about a few moments ago. Also, look at the type of staffing that you have and how you're continuing to support your current business and then quickly pivot and shift to when your business is going to expand, how you're going to be investing to allow allow the growth of your business to be linear and such. So I would just say, make sure that, you know, conscious of what's happening and be able to quickly to adjust would be recommendation for any business size through this past year. And then the other thing is really rely on digital. I mean, I think that's just super important. That component is going to remain that we can be really relying on not only running our businesses to connect with consumers on the med spa front, but also learn from their vendors supplier partners out there and not have to potentially take three or four hours out of their day that they can rely on those on-demand digital assets the companies are bringing. And then finally, I would say, look at companies as a small business that can be with you for the long term. Look at companies that have a stable brand, a stable portfolio, and that have a footprint that can support the level of change that you may be experiencing in your business, like what we found this past year. And we found actually in surveys that small businesses really resonated with brands like the companies that Patrick and I are so happy to be representing, that we have a global brand, that we have a structure that can support the ups and downs. Patrick, what do you think? I mean, you're the, as, as the president of, of, of MERS North America, MERS Aesthetics, what, what, what do you think, what have you learned from this? And, and what do you think some of the, you know, smaller business owners can, can, can take away from, from getting through this pandemic? So I, I certainly uh, echo Mary's comments. I think those are great points. And so I'll just piggyback on the, on the tail end of those and, and say that, you know, um, for all of us, what we, what we have to accept as we go into any business activity is that there will be times both good and bad. And so you're going to run through some rough patches. Mary's message was want to be prepared for it, you know, be ready, anticipate it. And mine would be when it hits, because no matter what you do to try to navigate it, it'll find us at some point. But when it hits, use that time as a time for reflection and reinvention. You don't get much true time in life to reinvent because we're all trying to do it all. And we're running very fast on the treadmill and we're managing everything else as it also runs at speed and pace. So when it all stops for a minute, which might be deemed bad, mm-hmm. use it for good. Use it as a time to reinvent and find that new way forward and then lead our industry, lead your business, lead your people somewhere, somewhere new, somewhere else. Because who doesn't want that when you come out of something uh, that hasn't been as great as what you've had before? So so there's that. And then I think the other reflection that I would have uh, is that, you know, we all need each other. You know, maybe that's a little bit too, you know, corny, for, but but we do. We get, Wherever we're going, we got to get there together. You, you can't get there by yourself. You can't get there by looking at the sum total of everybody else that surrounds you in an industry as a competitor. Yes, some of them are. But you could also view it that there's enough business to go around. We're accessing less than 10% of the total population that should be getting these treatments anyway. Why don't we view it as if we could all get there together and get 30% of the patients to seek the treatments, we'd all benefit. And everybody would win and there would be enough for all. So I think... Uh, those two elements, and then Mary hits it out of the park when she says, find the right partner to get you there when it comes to corporations. You can't make everybody happy, 
that if I put myself in the shoes of the members and think about all the companies approaching them with an ask, you can't meet all the asks and still run a successful business. You got to worry about inventory. You got to worry about cash flow. You got to worry about who am I going to partner with that's going to meet the majority of these hurdles. And the heck with everything else, I'm going to load in with those groups that can take me somewhere and share my vision for where I'm going. That's so essential and it helps you weather uh, the downside when it comes. I think you both have teed up the collaboration news perfectly because it's I, it's, it's interesting that, that 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 you both talk about you know collaboration working together uh, you're, and you're absolutely right there's been a big I don't want to say it's a movement but there's a lot of talk within our membership and amongst um, our members and and just in the industry about um, building more of a community as opposed to a competition, community over competition. Um, and it's, it's, you know, in some ways it's because this business can be very competitive. There's a lot of money to be made for, for, for people. There's a lot of, there's a, I'll still a lot of patients out there. There's a lot of, there's not as many providers maybe as we need. Um, so there's a lot of competition. Um, and what that generates sometimes with, with some business owners is they get a little, you know, they get a little, uh, snarky and some of the business, um, the business tactics kind of come into play. And, and I, I, I think you're absolutely right, Patrick, in that there's, there's so much out there that we can together grab. There's no reason for us to all not be able to get a piece of the pie. The pie is not even done baking, right? Where we just put it in the oven. It's, 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 it's getting bigger. We can, there's enough money and enough patience out there for everybody. Um, and so when it comes to the collaboration that, 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 that you, that you both announced, I mean, to me, it, it kind of came at a perfect time when I saw the, the press release. Um, it was, it was interesting to me because we'd been talking about this with our membership for, for quite a while, um, to, to hear that, that the two, you know, venerable companies in the industry that have been around for a long time that, that have, you know, a worldwide presence are, are, are getting together. And again, this is not any type of a formal, um, acquisition. There's no, there's no businesses joining. This is just a, a, a pure, we are going to work together to provide better service. Um, I would love to just hear about how this all came about. Like what was kind of the genesis of it? You know, how, how did the, 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 this idea, um, evolve over time? And then, and then what's really the, uh, what are the goals uh, for, for for this collaboration? What what do you wish to bring to the market? Um, and and I, yeah, I'd love to hear from both of you, but but Mary, why don't you you go ahead? Sure. So I'll start with a little background. We got to know each other starting about a year ago. And then when we were all shut inside and working digitally, we were focused on our businesses at that time and providing support and education for our customers and planning for the future. And then in the middle of the year, we revisited and decided that we wanted to, again, dig deep into the portfolios and customer bases and learn where we could be supporting customers at a greater level together versus separate companies. And with that, we took the time in the back half of the year to really map that out. It was very important to Patrick and myself and our companies not to rush into anything and just throw something at the market that didn't make sense. So we did take the time to build up packages and learn about how our products 
could be complementary. We already knew that, but how we could share them with the market as complementary because consumers' patients aren't coming in for just a mono treatment. They are already coming in for a continuum of care. So it made perfect sense. And from there, we built up some specifics on some deliverables to the market, value adds, and then had our team looking at how we could be planning for the future and other initiatives that include service, education, clinical training, and support. So that's a little bit of background. I'm curious, was was the fact that we had kind of the shutdown in the pandemic and Patrick, you mentioned taking a step back and looking at yourself, was that a contributing factor to, to, to you all being able to get this done? Um, or, or was this in the works kind of anyway, if, if that makes sense? So I think both parts of your question sort of probably get a yes answer. So yeah. it was kind of in the works in that some discussions were ongoing, but without the true pause and examination, I don't think it would have been done as well. I feel like it's done pretty well right now. And by the way, I should say it's never fully done until, you know, we push it out to folks like your membership and we right. learn from them and we evolve it, right? It's it's not done because we say it is. It's done because the marketplace accepts what's going on and we've learned from them and we've modified. So it'll be an ongoing process. Again, I can't say we should all be in it together and then say, but this is what it is. We should really all be in it together and evolve it and have it make sense. But I think we had the time to pause and figure out some key ingredients that are necessary to make it work. And by that, I mean, you know, you can look around our industry long enough and find a few of these things from time to time that, that you know, categorize as loose affiliations or some form of quote unquote partnership, right? right. But, but usually it's one company pointing at the other. You know, they're over there and if you like what they have, you could talk to them. I'm sure everybody kind of knows that already. So I'm not sure there's anything revolutionary behind that idea. We wanted it to be something more. We wanted representatives from both companies to understand the totality of the offering. And we wanted to be able to build packages that enhance the value equation to a customer or buyer. It should matter to them. It should be worth something to them to make that decision, right? That, that, that we have a partnership it should matter to them because there's something in it for them where they benefit and where they see value and not just the value we sell them to see, but true value that, that, that results in enhanced business elements that we all care about profitability, acquisition costs, et cetera. So we've designed packages with those things in mind to really be helpful. And then we've aligned our sales forces, our combined sales forces to really care about that customer's experience were they to buy in to any level of this partnership. So now you have more people looking out for you. Right. As a customer, we talked earlier about partners. Partners are people who care about your business, who will do in action what they say they will do before you buy. Right. Which we all know you got to bridge that gap in order to really have a partnership. When you're doing those things and you have more than one company's resources that are looking out for the totality of your success, I suggest you're in a really good spot and you can call that company a partner. And we think the sum total of what we offer in combination is better than what we were offering individually, because now we take a look at survey results of about 94, 95% of what patients visit providers for, we can now cover with our combined portfolio. That's not a true statement when you separate the portfolios and you look at either company alone. So I would suggest we're more compelling together uh, based on that and other equations. What is this um, going to look like from the uh, customer side of things? So a, a member, an AmSpa member, um, owns a MedSpa. You know whether it's a Candela rep or a MERS rep. Um, you know they they have a meeting. 
what is this going to look like from their perspective? Is, is it going to change who they're dealing with? Or, or, or can you talk a little bit about the specifics as far as kind of how it's going to be uh, logistically rolled out and how it's going to work with uh, amongst the, the, the consumer base? Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm curious to hear from, hear, for, hear from both of you. Um, the, the Mary, you want to take this first or... Sure, sure. I'll start off and then Patrick will add to it. Well, for the actual med spas and your membership, it's going to allow them more access to more people that have the broad understanding of the portfolios, which is good. So we're going to be able to reach collectively more customers to provide solutions. And the way we've set up the mechanics, we have packages that have complementary products to, again, take care of a patient across the continuum of care. And also, we have the ability for our organizations to share information about a customer where it may not be a specific product from Candela. Our team will share, again, the needs of that customer to pass it along Customers, and then they in turn can be responding to customers. So we have that coordinated effort pre-sale, and we also have a coordinated effort post-sale that we know that based on the product that was provided to new customer or current customer, we have a post-sales team and support structure that will take care of them. So we've tried to anticipate any wrinkles ahead of time to make sure customers aren't feeling that it's clunky to have multiple people, but actually the one plus one for a customer equals three, four, five in terms of support level. I, I think um, I think it's a key component, Alex, of what attracted us to this idea as we got to know each other's company is that that, that could be sort of like, okay, well, who's going to quote unquote own that customer? Who's going to do what with them? That could be an area of contention right. if, if both organizations don't see things in a similar fashion. But what really struck, I think, both Mary and I and our and our organizations is how much we found similarity in how we viewed the idea of the customer. What are we here for? What is, what is the purpose that we're aligning our organization behind? I can tell you that the customer is at the center of those equations, not just in words, but in all of the things that we build and all of the actions that we try to take as separate companies. So by bringing that together and having that common vision as a starting point, it made it pretty easy to come to conclusions that would matter, such as people tend to like working with people that they trust. So if they already have someone they trust from one of our companies, let's not change that equation on them. Trust is a beautiful thing, and we don't want them to have to reinvent that or feel that. We do want them to be able to access the great things we have to offer through somebody they already trust. If, in fact, they have a relationship with neither of our companies, then we'd like to earn that trust. And we believe that we've got great plans to be able to do that if given the opportunity. And why wouldn't you give us a chance? First of all, we're really nice people. Second of all, we have great programs and and packages put together that will help the practice, help the practice grow and help the practice achieve. And we'll make their goals our goals. And then we'll make sure that we succeed together. So that's kind of our, our overarching idea. And within that, Full customization can occur. So we have some preferred packages we would offer, but if a customer wants to pivot on that and go a different route because of their needs, believe me, we have all the all the things in place to also work to their needs as well. And the sum of the parts uh, is, is not as good as the whole in this case. So if you buy it as a whole, if you deal with us as a whole, all the deals are better than you could do individually because that's how it should be to make mm-hmm. sense. So, uh, Patrick, you've, you've actually mentioned, and I've been kind of scribbling down um, some questions here. Um, you've, you've mentioned a few times, you know, words like packages, value, value add, things like that. What are some of these 
packages that that you're talking about because i to me when i when i think of your two companies coming together and offering uh, a package that gets me excited because it's like you can get you can get more bang for the buck you can get you can get you know there's just more to it talk about how that came about what types of packages you're talking about and how this is going to help 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 our members sure so so these packages are really just uh some, some elements, items, lasers, injectable products, et cetera, that we've combined under one head and offered at one price point, okay, in order to be able to move those packages into customers. Now, we named these packages because package one isn't very exciting. So we call them energizer package and accelerator package. Now, who doesn't want to be energized and accelerated? I right? am so we, ready. Of course, <laughs> So it's all the naming, but, but, but so, so under the energizer package, then you have items like our skin lifting and tightening device. Uh, you have the multi-platform, uh, laser, one of the best on the market from, from Candela. You have, uh, our toxin product, um, at the MERS level, um, and or other injectable products and or skincare products. So the nice thing about these packages, and then if you move to the accelerator side, you've got some of that. You also have a microneedle device that's included in there. So depending on how big or broad you want to go or what the practice needs are, mm-hmm. there's packages that are sort of pre-made that support that need. They always involve some form of the device side and some form of the injectable slash skincare side. So you're getting all that at once. But also, just because we named them certain things, Energizer and Accelerator, and put certain products under them, that's that's our version of what might be needed. You know, right. in the end, members will tell us, well, yeah, you got it almost right, but I really want this, or I don't want so many of them. I'd rather just have this one and some injectables. All of that is possible. All of that is possible with the right, with a dialogue with us under this package concept, which still makes sure that it's a better value to do it that way in terms of the overall value equation than it is to try to do it separately. So right. so we preserve that no matter what, and then we offer prepackaged elements or customizable elements as we go. Um, Mary, maybe there's something you wanted to add there or something I may have missed. Sure. So with those points, we took a look at the data and the trends of why patients are coming into med spas. Right. They're coming in for skin texture and overall improvement. They're coming in for hair removal. They're coming in for fill in the blank, right? Just right. all sorts of different trends that drive our overall industry. And what we did was we took a look at our portfolios and we put together these offerings in order to build upon the needs of consumers, patients, and how to then maximize the ROI for our customers. So we're showing up with the the complement, if you will, of products that then feed the need of the consumer and therefore allow the practice or the the business to gain that revenue, not only for them coming in the door for multiple things potentially at once, but also again, that ongoing patient retention. So we don't do our job unless we make sure that all of our customers are serving their patients and building their businesses. Yeah, that's, you know, that, that, that's awesome and intriguing to me because we've seen over the past couple of years, certainly, but maybe, maybe longer, you know, this in the increase in the use of packages, right? People want 
to to it, and it's it's not only from the 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 consumer side of things where you know I want you know an energy device and I want an injectable. It's also just from an efficacy perspective. Like it, it makes you it makes the overall product better, um, and then. To tack on to that, which I think, you know, the timing is perfect for you guys to do this is that what I've heard um, anecdotally from a bunch of our, our members is that because of the pandemic and people have been unable to get in as often as they would like, when they come in now, the per patient revenue has increased exponentially. So people are now in their med spas not getting as much volume on a per patient basis, but they're getting more revenue on a per patient basis. And it seems like you've seen kind of this exact same thing and you're you're, you're creating a package that is tailor-made for the current circumstance and where and where the industry is going. Do, do you find that to be true? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We it's very important, you know, every it's a, math is an amazing thing. You can prove almost anything you want, right? By by using the right mathematics and the right principle. But but by trying to be truly genuine about it, what we've tried to do is set up the math in a way that it plays right into what you said, Alex. Where where we know that people are coming in for multiple things in in one sitting, and how do we build packages that allow that? How do we do that where the equation is such that it's a great win for the for the practice, right? Who who acquires and then administers that and so we've really tried to think hard about that and, and make sure that you know there's enough coming with these packages so that you're gonna you're gonna pay a fixed dollar amount and use those items, of course. Right. And by the time you need to reorder those items, wouldn't it be great if you had already generated off of those items whatever the, the, the acquisition cost was? That that that's the formula. Now a lot of people manipulate math and show that formula on everything. So do ask to see it. Do call us on it because it's true and it's genuine and it's real and we built it that way. So I, I would expect to have that be a really solid conversation where people could truly see a pathway to recouping quickly and and, and moving ahead to greater uh, greater heights in the practice. Yeah, yeah. And Mary, you know. Um, Patrick just talked about math. Um, I'm an English major, so math was always extraordinarily difficult for me. But you've also already cited a lot of data from um, whether it's from you know uh, consumers or or your customers. It, it, it seems like, and one thing that we're always teaching folks at. Um, our business boot camps is, you know, you have to track your numbers, you have to make sure you're, you're testing things and then tracking it to make sure you can pivot. Um, it is, are, are you seeing this trend of packaging treatments, um, whether it's, you know, in one visit or multiple visits? Um, I, I, what do you think about the future of that? Is that kind of where the industry is going, do you think? And, 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 and why is that? I'm, I'm just kind of curious. I would say I, I definitely agree yeah. with you that it's where the industry is going and continuing to propel. It's driven by more people entering the space in terms of consumers. We talked about men earlier. We talked about millennials earlier. We talked about Zoom Effect. The brands coming together in order to offer in these suite of solutions, I believe, is going to continue to have companies look to see where they could partner. And then also the new normal, Patrick mentioned that word earlier, of feeling okay. Okay, talking about 
about having a treatment and being able to post pictures on social media. I mean, that's not going away. So just our overall consumer trends, I believe, will continue to feed that just to be able to go into a doctor, a clinic, med spa, to be able to feel the best about yourself inside and out. And then over time, when we have our customers talk to us, they tell us when they're doing consultations, it's not just for today in terms of what their patient is looking for to improve and feel better about themselves, but they lay out that pathway for them to graduate, if you will, in terms of skincare regime and then maybe into mm-hmm. other injectables and then into RF devices. So it really is that relationship over time with their doctor and med spa that I believe will also continue to fuel this. That's awesome. Um, I, it's, it's exciting. Um, so congrats to, to, to both of you on that. What's the, what's the reception? Have you heard from any, any um, med spas or practices uh, about this? What's the reception from, from the public been so far? Yeah, I think it's been it's been what we had hoped, uh, you know, without knowing for sure yeah. uh, in the early stages, which is that I think people have understood, customers have understood what our vision is, and they've seen it. They've realized in what we've put forward to them that 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 we are accurately depicting what this is all about. Um, and so, as we begin to turn that pipeline of opportunity into into realized opportunity, which has already been happening over the past month or so. You know, it's, it just helps greater and greater momentum into the marketplace with this idea. And I hope it's an idea that, that sort of stays with us because the more this is done and the more uh, everybody sort of puts aside individualistic goals and thinks more broadly, the, the better off everybody's going to be. It's, it's a win for everybody, by the way, including us. Like, mm-hmm. we're, of course, not setting ourselves apart from this. The idea that that we are accessing each other's customers and making very, very good and solid and reputable products available to a broader customer base is certainly a win for Candela Merge, no question about it. Uh, but we think the value that we're passing on is also a win for everybody that takes us up on that. And, you know, again, consistent with survey results, what do uh, providers look for when they choose a company that they would call partner? Top three items are strong brands, diverse portfolio, and training and support. If we offer all those at an off-the-chart level, we wouldn't be putting this forward without those elements uh, being being true because it, it wouldn't have any staying power. So we're we're excited about the offer. Yeah, we're gonna have to come up with like a like Merzdella or Can Candurs. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I don't know what that sounds like, but I don't. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. I like yours better. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to work on that. Um, um, you know, interesting you said the third point, Patrick, was um, training. Um, and, and Mary, you had mentioned earlier about, you know, the fact that these these packages that, that people are doing, it's, it's not just um, because it's, uh, you know, it's it's good for everybody as far as value goes. It's it's good for treatment outcomes, and it you know when you're doing skincare first, and then you're doing injectables, and you're doing um, energy device treatments afterwards. That all it all works. There's a flow to it. When it comes to the training and the ed- education, we one of the big things that we always get from our members is they want always want more training. They want more education. They want to learn. Uh, like this industry is so thirsty to learn about business. How are you doing that with both of your organizations, which you have, you know, very strong training arms individually? How are you combining that? And what's going to be the result of that? What can folks expect as far as training? 
I'm so excited about this question. So <laughs> I really get excited about talking about our pre-sale and our post-sale support. We are passionate, both companies, about clinically driven results, science results, backed by data and backed by publications. And what we're able to do collectively is to be able to look at where we have education forums and materials, and then be able to point our customers to them. You know, whether it's a Candela customer, share that with a MERS customer, vice versa. So be able to share what we have today in terms of our content on the individual products. And then moving forward, we've actually discussed Patrick and, and myself here about a week ago, starting to look at education events where we cross-populate. So we're able to invite each other's customers to a forum where we have uh, physicians and clinicians and med spas talking about treatment regimens and how they use products over time and, and how they've considered complementary products. So there's really that, again, continuum of care and looking at a patient and before and after pictures and really describe what happens. That's our next step and potentially clinical studies from there, but I could not be more excited. We were able to pull together thousands and thousands of members across the, the globe and in the notably here in the U.S., 3,000 participants who recently at an event, and I'm so much looking forward to having us do together as well. Yeah, that's exciting. I think you're right to be able to 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 not only teach kind of the 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 you know the the package, but also the efficacy of it before and after. I think that'd be really, that'd be a really cool course. I, I, I would love to, I, I would love to, to, to see that and be, and be a part of it. I think people would get a lot out of that. Um, what's, um, Patrick, what's the, what's kind of the next step? I know mean, you guys are launching this in North America. Um, and then is, you know, the world and the galaxy and the Klingons next? I mean, what's the, <laughs> where do we go from here? It couldn't be a success if you don't include the Klingons, could it? I mean, I don't think anybody could argue that. So we have to we have to get there eventually. Um, there are certain things that that um, not necessarily myself, but Mary's working with other members of, of our team at MERS, looking outside uh, U.S. as well. So there are things that are ongoing there that you could you could begin to see taking hold. And in the U.S. Uh, and in North America, I should say, we we continue to think about the next stages of evolution going beyond this packaging concept, and maybe as Mary mentioned earlier, moving into more of the warranty side, service side, and how can we package that up, again, to enhance value That's cool. uh, to yeah. customers. Uh, so, so we, and, then, and then, by the way, again, I'll, I'll just make a, a shameless pitch for, for feedback from everyone, because the way we get it right is when people say, you know what you should think about doing, I promise you we're listening. So, so if people, you know, give us a shot and think about what we offer and then have those suggestions, encourage them to roll that back through you or however they can get that to us. I promise you we'll listen to it and, and we'll begin to evolve it in that way as well. Well, this has been um, this has been awesome. I appreciate both of you you coming on, and, and again, congrats on the 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 collaboration. I, I do want to say, and, and Patrick, you mentioned this that you know a lot of this comes from feedback. You know, I, it's it's obvious that your both of your companies are very um, interested in in the data and what folks are saying, and so um, you're both going to be at 
the Medical Spa Show, which is a full go, May 6th through 8th. We have received confirmation from our friends at the Wynn Hotel in Vegas that this is this is happening. Um, some of the restrictions are being li- lessened a little bit, but we're still going to have to deal with you know a lot of these things uh, like social distancing and mask wearing and all that stuff. So it's going to be a different meeting, but it's we're still going to be doing it live. Um, and the exhibit hall will be open, and folks will be able to find out more information um, about um, this collaboration, both at the booth as well as on your websites. Um, and, and I'm, I'm assuming folks can come in and, and talk to you about what they think about it and, 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 and what the, what, you know, any feedback. So that's May 6th through 8th. And, and are you, you guys have a booth that's kind of like either across from one another or close to one another, right? Is, is, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Awesome. Um, I also want to make sure that, um, so MERS, you have been gracious enough to, to be part of our pre-show education, which is on the Wednesday before the, the event starts. Um, we're going to have so much more information coming out on all of this stuff. We're, you know, we're two months out. Um, we've been kind of, it's been, it's been a really interesting time to plan a, a, a meeting around what's been going on. So we're, we're, we're super excited to kind of have final confirmation that this is going. Um, and we look forward to having both of you there. Um, but, but MERS will be doing a, a, some, some pre-show education. You also, Candela has some webinars that are coming up. Um, and, and Mary, I don't want to st- steal your thunder on this, but you've got something on the fifth, um, on, uh, in conjunction with AMSPA about the, the FRAX Pro system. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Awesome. So that's April 5th. And then you also have a webinar on May, a joint webinar, the two of you on May 6th, which maybe we'll try to like live stream that into people's <laughs> homes or something. Cause it's going to be during right at the first part of the medical special on uh, full, full spectrum aesthetics. Um, uh, which I think is going to be really cool. I, you know, congratulations to both of you. I want to give you both a chance to kind of say the have the final word on 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 this collaboration, what you're excited about with 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 it, as well as the industry and anything else. So, uh, Mary, you go first. Oh, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> you having us. And you know, Patrick and I, we speak routinely, so it's just a treat to be able to continue to work with Patrick and his organization in order to look to see how we can bring value to the market. And we are committed to continue to listen to the market. If this that we have in place right now needs to be tweaked. We'll do that. And um, who knows what it could bring in the future. But again, so excited to continue to ride the trends of the industry, strong industry and strong company partnerships. So thank you. Yeah, of course. Patrick, you're up. Perfectly said, Mary, as always. See, we, we have this down to a science by now. But Alex, I want to, first of all, thank you for having us and also congratulate you and the group for even putting this meeting on. I mean, that that is, uh, as a team that's trying to run a national sales meeting sometime in the month of August uh, of this year, I, I appreciate the hurdles, but I also appreciate the commitment to making it work. Again, anyone who's heard me for a little bit here probably senses that I'm one of these people that believes that we are wired to connect and we need those connections and we need to draw strength and energy from each other and, and from being around. So I will look forward to seeing as many as can come uh, at, in Vegas at the show and uh, having whatever dialogue you'd all like to have at that point, but also look forward to catching up with you again, Alex, and yeah. with all the membership so we can continue to talk about uh, these exciting times ahead. Appreciate that you that's, having us. That's awesome. No, uh, thank you for for coming on. And it has definitely been a, a challenging, which is definitely a 
probably the, the 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 lightest word I would use when it comes to to, to, to developing the medical spa show. But it's, we're definitely going, and, and we're super excited about it. Excited to have both of you there too. Thank you um, again for for joining us. Check out either either of your websites for more information on the on the collaboration, and we'll have more um, coming up. I'm sure. Thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch was joined by Patrick Urban, president of MERS Aesthetic North America, and Mary Trout, chief commercial officer of Candela Medical. If you're new with us, we would love to invite you to hit the subscribe button. Click it now so you can get AmSpa content delivered to you each time. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.